Chapter 4 of Jewish Fairy Tales and Fables by Aunt Naomi. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Noel Badrian. The Enchanted Donkey. Pincus was a Jewish servant, and his master always called him a fool. Other people called him donkey, ass, mule, and various uncomplimentary names. Pincus was always frightened to go out in the dark. Witches and magicians are about at night, he said, and they will do something to me. Perhaps they will give you brains, said his master sarcastically to him once. No, no, replied Pincus, I would rather stay indoors at night and remain a fool. One day, however, his master told him that he would have to go out that night. A special service is to be held in the synagogue between midnight and dawn, he explained, and I want you to go and waken the people to attend. The beadle is a very old man, and he is ill, so you must do it. Pincus was very frightened, and he began to cry. I... I can't go out in the middle of the night when the sun is in bed fast asleep, he whimpered. The witches will catch me. They will beat me with their brooms. Or perhaps they will kill me and eat me or change me into an animal. Do try and not be a fool for once, said his master. You must do as I tell you. The witches cannot change you into a donkey at least. Have I not told you that you are that already? Poor Pincus did not laugh. He felt very miserable for the rest of the day. And when night came, he did not go to bed at all for a few hours' sleep. When it was midnight, he opened the door of the house cautiously and peeped out into the street. Not a sound could be heard. Not a soul could he see. He stood trembling for a while at the door. Then he stepped out. The street was quite deserted, and it was not dark at all. A beautiful full moon shone in the sky, and the air was deliciously cool. The town looked very strange, said Pincus, without the crowds and the dust. It is nicer now than when the hot sun shines. He walked with great caution at first, keeping close to the houses like a cat does. Then he began to laugh at his own fears. Perhaps it is all nonsense about witches and magicians and demons being out at night, he said to himself, speaking aloud. Take care, said a voice behind him. Pinkus turned round with a jump, feeling very frightened. He could see nobody. The street was still quite deserted. What? Who are you? Or is it anybody at all? he whispered, trembling all over. There was no answer, and when his knees had stopped knocking together and his teeth gave over chattering, Pincus said, It was only my fancy, I suppose. No, it was not, said the mysterious voice again. Pincus screamed with fear this time, then gave a big jump in the air. But whichever way he looked he could see nothing. A witch, a tribe of demons, a congregation of magicians, I'm sure of it, he said. I must be bewitched already. 
Oh, let me look at myself to see if I am Pincus, a man, or a monkey, or a fish, or a mule. In his terror he turned back to run home. He had only taken a few strides, however, when he stumbled across something that lay in the street. Before he could scramble to his feet, the thing rose with him. It was a donkey, and Pincus found himself clinging to its back. Stop pulling my hair, cried the donkey, shooting out its hind legs and making Pincus feel very uncomfortable. He was too frightened to speak for a few minutes. Then he said, Oh, kind donkey, gracious Mr. Mule, please tell me what has happened. I think it was your voice that I heard. Are you a magician? Am I bewitched? Who are you? Am I you? Or are you me? Are we one another? Or what is it? It's a fool on my back, replied the donkey. I'm not here to answer silly riddles. I know I am a donkey, but I did not think you were one also. A donkey, screamed poor Pincus. I'm an ass, a four-legged unclean beast. I know it. I knew I should be changed into something. Oh, what shall I do? I cannot go back to my master. He will put me into a stable and make me eat thistles. If you are a donkey, it's your own fault, said the ass, prancing about and making Pinkus cling all the closer. You are a man right enough, even if you are a fool, and ought really to have four legs and long ears like me. How many feet and hands have you got? Two of each kind, answered Pincus tearfully, after examining them several times. Then you ought to be thankful, said the donkey. And listen to me. If you want to behave like a gentleman and keep yourself out of trouble, you won't call me an unclean beast again. I don't like it, and I won't have it. I shall be very good, O oh, most learned and gracious Mr. Donkey, returned Pincus. Please let me get off your back and go home. No, said the animal, beginning to kick again. I shan't let you get off my back. I won't let you go home. You are a lazy good-for-nothing. Have you forgotten what you have to do? I have not, and I am here to help you. Sit up straight and don't pinch. It annoys me. I will take you all round the town so that you can waken the Jews and call them to the synagogue. But you must not talk or ask questions. If you do, something serious might happen to you. Oh, woe unto me, Pincus began to cry. Do stop that ridiculous noise, said the ass, beginning to dance again. It annoys me. My ears are not used to such awful sounds. My throat hurts me already from talking to you, and I must be careful with it. I have to sing a sentimental song at a fairy's concert tomorrow night. Fairies, demons, witches, oh, woe unto me, cried Pincus again. Stop, cried the donkey in a rage. If you go on like that, you will make me ill, and I don't know where to find a doctor at this hour of the night. Don't forget my warning. You must not say another word, or something serious may happen to both of us. Hold tight. Pincus shut his mouth, pressed his knees close to the donkey's side, and the animal started off. It went gently and slowly, and Pincus began to feel comfortable. 
It was a long time since he had a nice ride like this. He stroked the ass to show that he was pleased. But Pincus was a fool, and in two minutes he had quite forgotten the donkey's warning about keeping his mouth closed. Please tell me, kind and learned and gracious Mr. Donkey, he said, do you do this every night? The next moment he was nearly shot over the donkey's head. The animal had stopped with a sudden jerk. Now you have got yourself into trouble, said the ass. You forgot my warning, so it is your own fault. I told you not to say another word. Don't blame me. Oh, woe unto me, cried Pincus. What is going to happen now? Is the ass going to change places with me, or turn me into a pig, or an elephant, or a bee? He looked at his hands and feet. He still had two of each, and they showed no signs of change. Then he looked round. The houses seemed to be different. They seemed smaller, or rather, the housetops seemed nearer. They were coming nearer still. Then he looked down at the ground. He could hardly see it at all. It was far away. What was the matter? He looked at the donkey and gave a great cry of fear. The ass was growing. Its ears were as big as Pincus himself, its body as large as an elephant. With every step it took, it continued to grow, until Pincus could see right over the house tops. Woe unto me, cried the poor man, I will fall off and kill myself. Then the elephant donkey will eat me. What shall I say to my master then? He is sure to beat me. The ass took no notice but went on growing. Pincus had never seen so big an animal. It left the town and moved towards a tall tower. When it got there, Pincus was just level with the top. The donkey stopped. Take care of yourself, dear, kind, gracious Mr. Fool, it cried in a voice of thunder. It kicked up its hind legs, and Pincus felt himself thrown from its back onto the top of the tower. Bye-bye, Mr. Fool Man, said the donkey, waving its long tail and long ears. When next you are told to hold your tongue, do so. Then it moved off, growing smaller with every step, until it vanished. Pincus cried, Help! Save me! I'm drowning! And all sorts of things. But nobody could hear him. Everybody was late for the synagogue, and many hours passed before the cries of poor Pincus were heard. All the town came to see what was the matter. It took a long time before they could fix up ladders to bring Pincus down. He was tired and hungry and everybody laughed at him and called him fool when he told his story. You should not talk so much, you donkey, they said. End of chapter 4